0: This is the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, and you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord and the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself, away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears, and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, ephetha that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the dumb mute. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus In the first reading today from Isaiah, Isaiah says, God comes to those who are frightened. He comes to save and to vindicate. Who are the frightened? If we look around the world, we're all a little bit frightened of something. And for any of us who have lived any length of time, we know that the world and everybody in it, even the people who love us most, can't save us from some of the things that frighten us. And so we find hope in Isaiah's prophecy to us that God comes to save us. In the gospel today, Jesus has brought a deaf man. You know, people heard that he was curing people. They heard about these wonders that he was working And so they wanted to see them. And so they brought this deaf man to him. said, he wants to hear. So Jesus took the man aside and cured him. And only was he able to hear, but he was able to speak plainly without an impediment. And then he ordered them all, do not tell anyone I did it. And many of the... Scenes in the Gospels where Jesus cures, he'll say to people, do not tell anyone. And his reason for that was he did not want to be seen as just a wonder worker. You know, there were many people in his day, as there are in our days, who go around doing things that everybody stands up and takes notice to. He wanted them to believe in who he was and what he preached. He wanted them to realize that their salvation rested in him and his mission as the Son of God this is the um, official uh, weekend that we end the summer season tradition says Labor Day comes and everything goes back to the routine and at this time of the year um, throughout my life, this month was a very important month. Of the six of us in my immediate family, four celebrated birthdays in September. My mother, my father, my sister, and my brother. So one of the things that I did in preparation to end summer and begin the new year of activity was go to a card store and buy cards to send to my family. Well, of the four of them, three are now dead. So there's a difference in the way I look at this month now. It's not as much celebration of birthdays as it used to be. I think of this as kind of a place of being in the autumn of life, the autumn of life. We go through the spring and summer of our lives where it's all about us and growing and our families growing and celebrations and life happening and births and all of those things. And then we go through the autumn of life where life begins to die as we know it. And it comes at all different stages and ages. I was fortunate. I was 49 years old when my mother died and she was the first of the three to die. Some people experience the autumn of life much younger. And we begin to realize that this life as we know it is going to come to an end. When we're young and vigorous and all kinds of good things are happening, we think it's going to go on forever. But then autumn comes. And things begin to change and die. Our season sort of fits it in that the daylight becomes less and the dark becomes more. What do we do with that? I remember saying when my mother died, I said to someone a few months after just talking about it, I just kept looking at the world and thinking everything is here the way it was, but it's like somebody dimmed the lights. That's exactly how I felt. Somebody turned down the lights. The brightness of the world as I knew it was now much darker and dimmer. And that's what happens when we enter the autumn of life. My brothers and sisters, I tell you always, our faith is our strength for the journey. Jesus did not want the people to look at him as a wonder worker. He wanted them to see he was the Savior who brought forgiveness, redemption, and everlasting life. We don't need to really believe that when we're in the spring and summer of life. But when we get to the autumn and winter, we better believe it. Because if not, autumn and winter are a time of hopelessness and despair. So it's all through our lives that we have to look to Jesus and build a relationship with him. We have to see him more than a wonder worker, the one we go to when we want something. I want this now, so give it to me. And if you don't give it to me, I don't believe. That's how the people, many of the people in Jesus' days on earth were. If he worked a wonder, then they'd believe there was something special about him. But if he didn't entertain them or give them what they wanted, they walked away. We do the same thing often. God, give me this. Jesus, give me that. And when we don't get what we want, we walk away. That's not faith in what he came to bring. He came to bring the forgiveness of our sins. And if you and I are honest, we all have sins to be forgiven of. He came to give us strength for the journey in this broken, temporary world. He came to give us hope in the darkness. He came to give us assurance That when life in this temporary broken world is over, that's when we enter the fullness of the kingdom of God. So that we have the hope that when our loved ones die, or when we face our own impending death, this is not all there is. Our loved ones are in that better place. And we look forward in hope to the day when our journey is over to be reunited with them. When the world and everybody in it fails and disappoints us and makes us unhappy, we find strength in knowing we have a God who is with us, who will deliver us from the fear we face, from the obstacles that make us stumble, and from the greatest enemy we all face, death itself. So how do we look at autumn? Autumn's my favorite season. How do we look at winter? How do we look at the autumn and winter of life? We will look at those seasons in our lives by the way we've lived the spring and summer and whether or not we saw Jesus as just a wonder worker to give us what we wanted or if we see him as the savior and redeemer, the bearer of faith and hope who gives us strength for the journey.